I'm Brews News Editor Matt Kirkegaard and welcome to this episode of Brewery Pro. Recently on Radio Brews News, we discussed the Sunshine Coast Beer Focus campaign through which the regional tourism body is promoting Queensland's Sunshine Coast as a craft beer destination to encourage tourism to that region. It makes the cheeky claim to be Australia's craft beer capital. That campaign has sparked plenty of discussion in craft beer circles about whether the craft beer capital claim is reasonable. But the point is, it sparked discussion about beer. It's also arguably the most significant pro-brewery campaign that has been run by any organisation in the country. And that is a great thing for the entire industry. Especially as it would appear to have spawned an Us Too campaign from southeast Queensland's other coast, the Gold Coast, which would appear to have put some resources into promoting its breweries since its beachy competitors' campaign began. This can only be good for the industry. As such a significant campaign, and as an industry first, we wanted to find out what the tourism body saw of value in its brewing industry, where others have overlooked theirs. We also wanted to hear the insights into the campaign and, importantly, how brewers in other regions can engage with their local tourism body to drive interest in their breweries through similar campaigns. We reached out to Kelly Ryan, the Sunshine Coast's Head of Marketing, for her insights into the campaign. Kelly is responsible for overseeing Tourism Sunshine Coast's promotion and advertising efforts to build awareness for the Sunshine Coast and lure more visitors to the destination. As you'll hear, she has a wealth of tourism marketing knowledge, drawing on extensive experience with Canberra's major tourism body and major national attractions. Speaking for myself, I'm very glad she's on Beer's team, and you'll hear why. There's a lot to learn about beer tourism in this episode of Brewery Pro. Kelly Ryan, welcome to Beer as a Conversation. Thank you for having me. And uh, speaking of conversations, I think one of the biggest conversations in beer this year has been, is the Sunshine Coast Australia's craft beer capital? Well, it's an interesting question. I mean, clearly I'm biased. I'm going to say absolutely. Started about uh, 12 months ago, I think we decided we would put a stake in the ground and we would call ourselves the craft beer capital. Um, And we did crunch the numbers. Um, And at that stage, we did have the most number of breweries per capita of any state in Australia. Um, But I think, you know, there's probably been lots of conversations that have taken place over the past 12 months. And there's probably a lot of places that um, would also call themselves the craft beer capital. And I really welcome, um, welcome that because what it means is we've got this lovely halo effect where everyone's talking about craft beer and how wonderful craft beer is. And again, you're singing from my song sheet, and uh, certainly I was one of the people that interrogated the numbers when it was first launched, and uh, which is my job. Um, but at the same time, uh, you know, in the what six months since this campaign was launched, how recently was it launched? So twelve months ago. 12 months so ago. we yeah we took um, the opportunity when the borders reopened last December um, to essentially launch um, Australia's biggest welcome back party that's right um and we developed um some campaign assets around um the craft beer capital and we work with our breweries to open their doors to welcome back um locals and visitors alike um and that was kind of our moment to to put a stake in the ground and and claim the title now let's put our listeners in other jurisdictions that have a lot of breweries out of their misery you know stop them from shouting at their speaker as we talk about australia's craft beer capital we won't get 
too deep in the weeds about uh, numbers of breweries versus heads head of population, but we will talk about the conversation that you have started. Um, there has really been a focus about beer um, and you know what region is the best region, what beer is the best region. Was that your purpose? Because surely your job is to drive people to go to the Sunshine Coast, you're not here to boost conversations about craft beer. How do the two relate? It's a really interesting question. As a destination marketer, um, what we do is we look for um, truths about our destination um, and we look for opportunities where we can promote um, points of difference that can set us apart from our competitors. Um, and I guess when I started here um, 12 months ago, this is certainly not something that um, I identified on my own. Um, there had been a lot of our industry advocating for some time around, um, I guess, the blossoming craft beer scene on the Sunshine Coast. Um, so really what I did is I, when I kind of stepped into the role. Um, there'd been lots of conversations around we should be doing more in this space. And so really what I did was I stopped and listened and identified that this was absolutely a point of difference for the Sunshine Coast and could be used to attract um, key markets, both in terms of uh, priority markets that we were already attracting, but also new audiences. So we're very much around positioning ourselves as a premium all-year-round destination. Um, and it, it, there's a beautiful alignment with um, that growing craft beer scene where they're actually looking for, for premium offerings and that idea of, of really supporting local as well. You know, we wanted to um, look for opportunities to support our local industry um, and, you know, the, our craft beer scene here is they couldn't be more supportive of each other and they really do see the benefit of working together to position the Sunshine Coast as absolutely a place that you can come and have a craft beer but also a place that you can come and have a fabulous holiday and enjoy craft beer while you're here. Just geographically, where does Sunshine Coast extend from Coolangatta up to past Noosa or...? Sunshine Coast actually encompasses three regions. So the Sunshine Coast um, Local Council, Noosa and Gympie. Okay, so you, you do have that whole stretch of beach that people colloquially refer to as, as, as the Sunshine Coast because it has amazing beaches, whether it's Noosa, which people know very well, but then Malulabar, um, Moffat Beach, which coincidentally has a brewery. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's got great weather, um, great beaches. Um, there is hinterland that is beautiful that happens to overlook those, those, those beaches. You'd think you wouldn't need much more than that to attract people to a beach holiday, would you? Well, it's really interesting because I think when I started, um, the the team had been doing quite a lot of work around. There was a perception that the Sunshine Coast was really only known for its beaches. And then um, the team had done a lot of work in making sure that people were aware that there was more than beaches. So we do have that beautiful hinterland, which you've mentioned. Um, and then it's around, um, you know, yes, that's a, a great reason for a holiday, but really you need to also identify, you know, those passion points of interest. Um, so what are the things that people are motivated to travel for? And food and beverage is absolutely something that people are motivated to travel for. And here on the Sunshine Coast, we've got amazing local produce. Um, and craft beer is one of those, I guess, offerings um, that is unique to the destination 
information, but that also very much works with those local providers. Um, and so there's a beautiful story that sits behind there that really starts to talk about our destination that's much broader than its beaches. That's, again, as somebody who's a little bit blinkered, um, you know, I, I drink ecumenically, but my job is, is beer, so I look very much at everything through a prism of beer. And one of the complaints of people who do what I do is that it's always food and wine, but you are very clearly um, and quite naturally referring to it as food and beverage or food and drink. Um, what, was there a, a change in language that had to, to come about? Not here, um, but it is interesting. I've, I have been very conscious about calling it food and beverage. Um, in my previous role, um, coming from Canberra, we had a um, beautiful wine industry um, and we used to often refer to it as food and wine. Um, and we also had some great breweries, which you would very much be um, aware of as well. Um, and so we made a conscious effort to really make sure that our language reflected the offering. Um, we do have a couple of wineries here, um, but we also have a growing um, distillery um, in, you know, in terms of gin and whiskey. And, and so we do really want to encompass um, and be inclusive of our industry. So we're very considered when we say food and beverage. Given that you came from Canberra Tourism, are you a little bit worried that you, 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 there might be some jealousy that the Canberra brewers are going, why didn't you do this for us when you were working for us? We did actually actively work with our brewers in Canberra to promote them. Um, and even I actually moved from, this is probably too much about me, but I had a little stint at the National Portrait Gallery before I moved up here. And we actually did a collab um, with the breweries in Canberra. So again, they're very much part of, of the DNA um, as well. And so I think there was just, when I came up, there was already that kind of natural synergy around, you know, making sure that we would, promoting what was distinct um, and what consumers were actively seeking. What I should also say is what also aligns with the destination's brand. So our craft breweries are more than just the beer that they sell. Um, the actual breweries themselves, whether it be the venue or the people, really are a great proof point for our brand here on the Sunshine Coast. They they represent our laid-back sometimes cheeky personality. Um, you know, they, they very much represent um, our essence, you know, around vitality and freedom and connection. And so for us, it's a, it's a really natural fit. Wine and beer, whilst they, they sit side by side, they're fundamentally different products. And one of the things that I say is uh, wine is a postcard from where the grapes are grown, where beer is best enjoyed where it's made. Um, and it doesn't travel very well, and so we should travel for it. And that seems to be, you know, I don't know whether it was the same insight there, but certainly beer is best, you know, in the, the venue or close to it um, for, for, for so many ways. You know, what was there that granularity of thought um, in, in coming up with it, that people should be coming here to have the beer, beer at its best? Or was it just this is what makes our region unique? I think it was probably a combination of both. Um, you know, you always look at your consumer first and foremost, and particularly with this demographic, as you've highlighted, Matt, um, you know, people who are looking to consume craft beer, they're looking to consume it locally. So there's absolutely a greater potential that they're going to travel to experience that product um, in destination. And they're also looking for those stories. Um, I mean, that's part really, you know, probably the primary part of being a destination marketer is actually not so much about what you're promoting it's actually unearthing the stories um, and how you know you've you've 
developed the product or you've developed the experience. You know, people essentially we're just destination marketers are just storytellers. And, you know, we have some of the best storytellers here on the Sunshine Coast in our breweries. Off mic, we had a, a quick little chat about your time uh, in, in, in Canberra marketing and, you know, I'm a bit of a history museum geek. Um, you know, I, I love good food and wine. And these are things that I don't need to be sold on Canberra as a destination because you've got the national uh, you know, monuments uh, to, to you know, science and technology um, with the high concentration of diplomats and politicians and, uh, you know, senior uh, bureaucrats, for want of a better term, um, you know, you do have in, or they, they do have in Canberra, you know, great food and uh, attractions. But you were saying that it, it, it's still hard to dip, to um, market that as anything more than a getaway rather than a a, a a destination. To some extent, do you need to work with 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 your product, or can you change what a product is to to uh, attract a consumer? Oh, that's a tricky question. Personally, I feel like you need to be very true to your destination. Um, I think, you know, in order to be distinct, you've actually got to promote what you have as a tries to as opposed to trying to be something that you're not. And certainly one of our kind of fundamental pillars is, you know, it's about being real. It's be it's about being authentic to the to the people's place and the product that we have here. Um, I think you can always look for ways to enhance that, but I think it has to be done with um, local in mind. Um, you know, it's kind of like as a person, you know, we grow, but fundamentally we remain the same. Um, and I think it's the same with the destination. You're always going to have those same building blocks and it's about enhancing those, but it's about being true to, to what is unique and um, authentic about the particular place you're promoting. That's what I find fascinating about this conversation um, and, and all conversations that involve marketing um, because I think we've seen some regions promote themselves very successfully around, you know, uh, they're the fruit bowl of the region and so you, consequently you do have great, um, you know, primary produce or they, they do have great restaurants. But when other regions that perhaps don't have that same natural resource see the success of that um, and, and I've, I've been to some food festivals where they say well we produce beef but you know the, the, the bloke down the road grows pumpkins and there's a lady out there that makes cheese and they don't look at the inherent quality of it but they they try and model what they are around what they see others do even though they're probably if you interrogated the industries themselves it's probably not a fair representation of what their strengths are. Is I mean, is that an important? Can you manufacture that level of, you know, interest if if it's not there, or or does you know if you build it, they will come. I think consumers are way more discerning than they've ever been, and I think you know at the end of the day, we as a marketer are essentially promising our visitor an experience, and if we can't deliver on that then, you know, they're going to see through that and um, we'll we'll lose them. Um, so I think you do really have to be true to, to your place. But as I said, there's always ways that you can enhance that. Um, but if you're delivering a promise, you've, you've got to be able to, you know, put your money where your mouth is. And when, when you came to look at craft beer, you identified, and correct me, I'm, I'm making some uh, suppositions, I, I guess, 
but you identified, you, you saw the growth of breweries, you saw the number of them, um, you no doubt saw the popularity of craft beer uh, nationally. Did you dig deeper than that to look at what is a craft beer consumer and, you know, wine has a higher perceived value for a lot of people than beer does, which tends to be a little bit more commodified. Did you look into whether craft beer brewers had the means and the interest to travel for for beer? Look, we always look at the audience um, and there was some, it, for me, luckily, a lot of great existing research um, that I was able to access. And so you have a look at, you know, what the audiences are seeking, whether or not our product can actually meet those demands. And as I said before, whether or not it's actually something that's going to elevate the destination and, and really kind of be a proof point for the brand. One of the beautiful things about um, our uh, craft breweries is um, that they are spread across the Sunshine Coast. So one of our remits is to promote all of the regions. And so that actually gave us an opportunity to talk about all of the regions within the Sunshine Coast um, and to really raise awareness of the fact that, you know, a lot of people kind of know Sunshine Coast for Noosa or Mooloola but there's so much more. And the fact that these breweries are spread across, you know, both Feech and Hinterland gave us an opportunity to really talk about the offering, to disperse uh, visitors in and out of region, and then give us an opportunity to talk about all of those other things that are here um, that a visitor might want to experience. Um, and you'll see from a number of our, our brewers, you know, they really do support Support local. They'll use local ingredients. Um, we have a new podcast, which I'm sure we're going to touch on. We will later. touch on that, yes. Um, but one of the uh, breweries that will be first cabs off the rank is Brouhaha, you know, and they do their famous uh, strawberry and rhubarb sour. You know, they're local, that's local produce that they're using. So it also gives us an opportunity then to talk about the food that we have here. Um, and then we can start to talk about our restaurateurs. And so it just, it provides a platform to support industry, but for us to also talk about all the other wonderful reasons why you would visit Sunshine Coast. The other thing uh, that jumped out was that you talked about you look at things that elevate a destination, which I'd love to hear some more about because when you think of the classic Forex ads or even the international Forex ads that you know portray the Crocodile Dundee personality or even worse, um, in, in the case of some of the uh, UK ads, Elevation isn't always the thing that beer does. So what was it about the craft breweries that you felt elevated the destination? Well, it was more to do with some of the research that we tapped into around um, the kind of growing craft beer scene and very much talking about the fact that the kind of driving force behind that was really young couples in a city. Um, they are looking for more premium boutique experiences. They're actually a lot more cultured. So it is very much around looking at, you know, the audience. Um, and it's, I think it's really interesting when you think about who might have consumed beer 20 years ago versus who's consuming particularly craft beer today. Um, and it's a very different audience. Um, and, you know, one of our primary audiences is young couples travelling from New South Wales and Victoria. So again, it's about, yes, we've got this great destination where you can come for beaches, but then looking at those passion points because there are other destinations where you can go for beaches. So why come to the Sunshine Coast? Because you can have a beach and you can also have this amazing food and wine experience. So it's about really starting to ladder up the offering and actually providing those reasons and motivating those consumers to come and visit us as opposed to another beach destination. 
It, it, it's interesting that you say that because I, th- I think of you know what, when you look at the customers that you just enunciated and what they're looking for. You know, a, a lot of pubs these days tend to have poker machines and plasma screens and things like that, whereas the brew pubs um, that predominate uh, in the Sunshine Coast are very family-friendly, where you'll sit in there and there'll be children and dogs and couples and people engaging in a very different sort of atmosphere. Was that part of the attraction of, of craft breweries? Absolutely. Um, and I tend to not ever use myself as the <laughs> audience. Of one. Um, yes. You know, of one. Um, but my husband absolutely loves craft beer. Every destination that we've ever gone to, part of our trip is going to the local craft brewery, which means that I go and my eight-year-old daughter goes. And if my um, fairy friend is in tail, he goes too. And the Sunshine Coast has some amazing places that are really family-friendly. And, you know, a couple that kind of spring to mind is um, Torella Brewery, who is on acreage. You know, they have a petting zoo for kids. They have all of this open space where you can take the kids' skateboards and scooters and, um, you know, and you just you, you, you meet people too. Like one of the distinct things about the Sunshine Coast is the community. Like the people here are so warm and friendly and welcoming. And one of the things that I've really found about the industry is that they emulate that. You know, they don't, they're not in it for themselves. They work collectively to actually understand that there is a greater objective at play. Um, and so, you know, full credit to our industry around continuing to advocate. And then once they actually saw that window of opportunity to come together and work together to make it a reality. Hearing that answer, do you think you may have been predisposed to see the value, given you and your husband obviously have that experience? Um, were you predisposed to see the value of the breweries in in your area that perhaps another market that didn't have that experience and may have had preconceptions against breweries may not have had? Uh, Look, 100%. Absolutely. Like I I came from Canberra where, you know, the craft beer scene was starting to blossom. I had had my own personal experience. And then when I came here and could start to actually see some of the opportunities Absolutely, that's when you start to look into it and go, okay, well, does this fit? Is this a, is this an opportunity for the destination? But yeah, absolutely. I think my previous experience probably did lead me down a path of probably being a bit more open to it. And I have to say, I'm glad that it did. And I'm, I'm just trying to work out how other regions, without wanting to set up uh, competitors for, for the Sunshine Coast, but how can other regions, you know, make converts of their destination tourism body themselves and create these sorts of conversations for themselves? I mean, it comes back to advocacy and, um, you know, I'll give a shout out to Josh Donohoe and, um, I mean, he runs the um, craft beer tours here on the Sunshine Coast um, and he's really been a huge advocate for the industry as to have a number of of brewers Um, and really he just wouldn't take no for an answer. Um, so he would make time, he'd come and see us, he'd tell us about the why, like why we should promote craft beer. So, um, and he he was also talking about the destination. It was never about one particular business or one particular product. Um, and really, you know, the craft breweries, they, they are craft brewers, they all know one another, they all support one another, they work with Josh. So um, my advice would be, you know, to come together, identify someone who can advocate on your behalf and, 
you know, go in with a whole heap of information that actually can demonstrate and provide a rationale as to why. Um, and that work had already been done here. So, you know, I definitely cannot take credit. Um, you know, I can say, yes, saw an opportunity that was presented and jumped on it, but really the, the, Industry here had, I think, been advocating it for probably four or so years. And our new CEO, Matt, who'd started like six months before I had also, well, he actually came from Fiji previously, but it turns out he was also um, someone who was born and bred in Canberra. He also saw the opportunity and, you know, from his experience as well. So, but you've got to advocate, you've got to come together and you've got to demonstrate the why. And if you can do that, then, um, you know, you I, any good destination marketing organisation will listen to that. Which is why I came back to the um, question that you were predisposed because there, there was obviously some latent sympathy to to the case that was being made to you in a way. Um, well, I think there was just a, an awareness. Mm. Um, so it's like anything in marketing. You've got to be aware in the first instance um, to be receptive to additional information to then, you know, want to go and find out more. So it was, you know, marketing at its finest. <laughs> Is, is there anything, uh, apart from coming together, having a compelling case to put to the local tourism body, is there anything else that tourism that makes um, it easier to, for you to work with the people in your area? Um, I think when they, as I think I've alluded to it previously, when a group can come together and actually look at the bigger picture and see how their um, industry actually plays a part in helping to elevate the greater destination, if they can find that linkage, that's always going to um, be uh, positively received. And the other thing is there's always existing um, strategies that are available at a state level, at a um, regional level, at a local level. So finding those opportunities with your offering and how it aligns to any um, strategic intent, um, essentially helping the organisation deliver what it needs to. So there's always opportunity there to do a bit of research and, and figure out how you can align what your offer is with essentially the objectives of the of the broader, whether it's a DMO or a state-based organisation. And how much is expectation management? Um, you know, it, and by that I mean a lot of breweries sort of see the destination marketing body as having the task of putting people on seats in their venue. Is, is, is that your job or is it your job to get people into the region and then, you know, they have to provide an offer to, to actually put bottoms on seats? Um, it is our role as a destination marketing organisation to bring people to the region. And then it is um, over to our wonderful industry, whether that's craft beer or experiences or tours, to actually then uh, promote to people as to what there is to see and do, what there is to eat and drink. Um, absolutely. It's a collaboration. Um, amongst the other things you've done, and I'm looking at your website um, where you uh, have the very bold statement why we think uh, the Sunshine Coast is Australia's craft beer capital, but you also, as you alluded to, are bringing out a podcast, which my understanding is you've got a professional company, a professional media company who has gone out and it, it, it's been some months in planning um, to, to do this and they're speaking to all of the uh, various breweries. And so you've you're not just putting up a map on your website and telling people to come. You are actually investing in content that tells the stories of these breweries much more broadly than just making this base statement. 
Absolutely. Um, and, you know, when we market, you've got to actually have those proof points. And, and that comes in the form of, of, as a destination marketer, telling stories. Um, so, you know, with our, as I said before, our craft brewers um, have amazing stories to tell. Um, and those stories are a proof point for our destination. Um, so, yes, we have worked um, to develop a podcast series, which is called In the Pursuit of Hoppiness. Um, and we've partnered with Southern Cross Austereo. Um, and we have uh, Paul Taylor, who is a, a fabulous uh, broadcaster himself, um, as our host. And he's interviewed 16 of our independent craft brewers. We have over 21, um, and we hope to get all of them to the table, but we will be launching um, with the 16. So we launch on the 1st of December, which is essentially kind of like a one-year milestone. Um, and first cab off the rank will be Moffat Brewery, uh, Your Mates and Brewhaha. So um, Moffat being, I think, most recently um, announced as the most awarded independent brewery in Australia, um, along with, you know, Your Mates have won quite a few awards as to have, have Brewhaha. But they're the first three cab off the rank on the 1st of December and then we'll be releasing one every month after that. And it's really the brewers telling their stories, how they came to be um, a brewer and there's some really interesting stories there not your that you know there's your typical ones where you had you know the backyard um, brewers kind of like my husband who decided that you know the hobby was taking over the house and they needed to actually go and do it for real um, versus you know some really interesting ones where the, one couple were financial bankers and just decided that that lifestyle was no longer for them and they up and moved to the Sunshine Coast and they started brewing. Um, so really interesting um, characters. Uh, and, it, yeah, it's about them, how they came to, to brew, and they talk a little bit about um, their product offering as well as, you know, the things that they love most about the Sunshine Coast. Uh, again, hearing Osteria, as a content producer, I know the cost of good quality content and uh, having someone like Osterio uh, behind it, you, you, you've obviously backed, you know, and I won't ask you the dollar figure, but there is obviously dedicated resources um, that, that you know make this a serious push for you. Yeah, we've identified a couple of passion points in terms of that alignment with our offering and our audience. Um, craft beer is one of those. Um, we're also been working on a campaign around mountain biking um, and you know beers and bikes. Great little synergy there for all those people that be very are careful of ABAC. No, have the biking and then the beers. Um, otherwise, we're <laughs> going to get ourselves into trouble. Yes, and look, you know, um, food more broadly. So we we do have a little bit of dedicated budget to each of those kind of passion points. Um, you'd be surprised it, it wasn't as expensive as you might think. Um, we're really lucky with our partners here, and um, Osterio actually have a podcasting studio just around the corner. Um, and, you know, I, I have to give a big shout out to um, all the brewers and Josh as well, who helped um, coordinate and for, for all the brewers that have given up their, their time in the studio. The one thing that really stood out to me when I was listening to them all is it is they are just they bring to life the Sunshine Coast personality so well. They're just, they're all very laid back. They're warm and welcoming. They're supportive of one another. Like it really actually made me proud to be living here um, on the Sunshine Coast. Um, they're just such a great bunch of people. And, um, you know, they're so passionate about their craft, um, as is most industries here on the Sunshine Coast. Well, we'll be linking to the Pursuit of Hoppiness and it's launched on 1 December. So we'll make sure uh, that, this podcast links to that podcast. Um, 
when, when you hear the resources that you're, you're putting in, you'd be aware of the craft beer strategy that the Queensland government put in place. And one of the elements was tourism and trying to attract people. Were, were they of any use? Did they come to the party with this? Or is this all uh, tourism Sunshine Coast? Um, look, to date, it has been Tourism Sunshine Coast, but we always get support from um, our state counterparts. They amplify, you know, what we do through their channels. Um, and there's also um, funding grants out for us to um, tap into to further um, enhance the, the marketing and promotion that we're doing. So we'll be taking um, advantage of that absolutely in, in, the, um, in the next few years. Oh, wonderful. Hopefully, the state government will take uh, you know note of what you're doing on the Sunshine Coast, and because Queensland, more broadly, whilst the Sunshine Coast uh, does have great breweries, you know Queensland and uh, the, the rest of the country, we think that there's a, a real uh, you know Tourism Australia marketing Australian breweries, uh, for example, would be a, a, a wonderful thing if we can uh, get them to take a leaf out of your book. <laughs> well, you know they they can, but we'll always be the first to put that stake <laughs> in the ground. You will, and Kelly Ryan, congratulations on doing that, and uh, congratulations on the uh, craft beer capital campaign. And uh, it's been lovely talking to you. It's been a pleasure. Thanks so much for having me, Matt. And that was Kelly Ryan. For those who remain unconvinced about the Sunshine Coast as Australia's craft beer capital. I'll leave Kelly to have the last word. If you are still a non-believer, um, I invite you to the Sunshine Coast to see for yourself that we are the craft beer capital of Australia.